one massive celebration of the end of the working week. It's home time with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, my maths is notoriously bad. What are we now? Uh, 12 days away from the big day. Um, I think I could have done without a Christmas tree this year. Hey, well, 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 you're not going to all bar humbug, aren't you? Not at all, no, no, no. We've, we've got a Christmas tree up. It's a real one at that. So you Ooh. walk into the lounge, you've got the smell of the Norwegian spruce. It's beautiful. Well, what's it done wrong? <laughs> well, it, it, the tree's not done anything wrong. What's what's wrong is is having a child that is just under two oh. with a real Christmas tree. See, we haven't... Oh, my goodness. We've delayed putting ours up. We're doing ours this weekend, which is quite late, I know. Don't do it. I know, but I know our daughter, uh, Thea, our youngest, is going to be in it and all over it and up it. <laughs> which is which is why I would urge you caution and just say for one Christmas with them at this age, it's not worth the hassle. Did you not tell me yesterday during the show about how she turned up one of your board games upside down and all the pieces were all over the floor? That's just a board game. That's the whole American Civil War gone for a Burton <laughs> with one turn of a box. What's she going to be like with a tree? I wouldn't do it. Maybe I won't. Wrapping up the final part of the working week, and it feels so good. It's home time with Bush and Richie on a Friday. Uh, busy week this week. Busy week on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Tickets went on sale on Thursday for the, um, for the latest Absolute Radio Live, uh, presenting Stereophonics. Special guest Ash as well. All went in ten minutes, which is incredible. That is unbelievable, it isn't is. it? Uh, but keep listening, because you can still be there by listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. After Christmas, they've got your tickets to be there. Home time, Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio, Friday night. As we sit here on this Friday evening, Richie and I cannot believe that there's been 185,000 views of our interview with Kevin Hart and The Rock for the new Jumanji movie. Moreover than that, 185,000 people have seen our tombola. I don't think there'll be a bigger tombola video on YouTube. Yeah, we're <laughs> trending for tombolas. Go and check it out if you missed it when they were in the studio with us earlier this week. Here's us with a tombola and two Hollywood A-listers and some very dodgy accents. I just want to state, guys, that... What's this called again? A tombola. tombola. It's a piece of s***. <laughs> Let's just get this out of the... Shag off our tombola, Kevin. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right. Number 12. Number 12. All Question right. 12. Can you do your best British accent for us, please? Let me go first. Oh, wonderful. Because Kevin has a great one. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, hometown, hometown with... Bush and Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know when you get into the British accent. Yes, I know. That's what we call horrible. <laughs> now, my friend... He's had kind of build-up here, though. It was a build-up, because yeah, that he... was so <laughs> 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 The rock was That's good. See? Yeah. The rock was All right. Um, excuse me. Does anyone know where the queen lives? <laughs> I'm trying to get some nutty butter and tea. <laughs> See? Huh? He's just angry. That's great. Yeah. Huh? Nutty what? Nutty butter. Nutty butter. Nutty butter <laughs> and tea. Peanut butter and tea. Peanut yeah. butter and tea, that's oh, what he needs. That's what he's asking with for, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> with the queen. This is borderline a threat. No, so yeah, the Secret is, Service, the version of This is of very movie. casual, comfortable yes. UK talk. This Soon to see you in EastEnders, by yes, the way. Yes, this is great. Just landed in Latin. Latin? Latin. We do have a soap over here called EastEnders. You guys would be great. We would be great. Would you do a guest appearance in a kind of gritty East End soap what? called EastEnders? Yes. Yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. Tell me the public transportation that I can take to get there <laughs> so I can make sure. <laughs> 
grinded. Got to get grinded. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, thank you both, fun, man. A lot you. of fun. It's home time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night. Here's a question, uh, dad of daughter to dad of daughter. Uh-huh. Where's your skill set with styling your daughter's hair? Oh, I have, I have absolutely no skill with it at all. The only manoeuvre I can do is to do, uh, with like an elastic band, like a double twist of like a little bunch on the top of her head if we've been swimming. That's literally it. So that's, that's a bun, isn't it, I believe? I think is. it's a bun is the technical term. Either way, she's she's never particularly impressed with it when I do uh, it. My daughter is uh, 17 in January, so she's not rushing to me to get her hair done <laughs> anymore. At Richie's salon. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. But I love this story I've seen this week of a, a group of dads who have started a hair school. Oh, uh, they are meeting every month to learn and share new techniques and design to help them help their daughters. Do you know that is an amazing thing because sometimes if you do like take them swimming when they're a bit younger you do have to tie the hair up above and stuff otherwise it can be wet and lying on their clothes yeah. and ruin it and I, I, I've cursed myself a few times and thought I wish I had the skills I yeah. should have signed myself up for the, the school because if we're honest you wouldn't turn to another dad normally and go how did you do that yeah how did you do that hair have you ever tried to do a French plait nah. um, honestly you've got to give it I've never seen anything <laughs> like it before in my life it is the most technical thing ever hats off to these dads or actually, if you've seen some of the hairstyles I've done for my daughter, hats on. <laughs> Wrapping up the working week with some music and some slightly average patter. It's home time with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, you might have missed earlier today the uh, Understatement of the Year awards uh, were held and uh, the winners were announced as the garage that I've booked my car into a service to next week. OK, and uh, yes. what did they do to win this? Uh, routine service called up and said, hey, look, you know, things come up on the dashboard, need to book it in for a service. And they're like, OK, cool, let's take your details. Gave them the registration plate, all that kind of thing. Gave mm-hmm. them the mileage. And they're like, oh, yes, don't worry, sir, that's your first service. Uh, so that's just a small service, that one. Small service. We'll book Sounds you in. inconsequential. Doesn't it? Not when you're suddenly quoted 277 quid wow. for a small service. That is, that's a, that's a big service. I'd hate for something to be wrong with it. Unbelievable, isn't it? That's mad. I, do, I remember the last time we put our car in for a service, I got charged 30 quid for them pouring some ad blue, <laughs> which we know on this show is pig's urine, <laughs> into the car. I would happily pay for pig's <laughs> urine right now rather than 277 quid. And knees up at the end of the week. It's the Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. It's a Friday night. One of the things that gets levelled against Bush and I, and uh, we like to be straight up with uh, your criticisms of the show, is that uh, we're not very highbrow. And I think that's unfair. OK, and I was wondering I... which way we are going to go on that. <laughs> Just agree with them or try and argue the case. I think that's unfair, and I'd like to put forward this story as proof. Um, here's the headline. Mm-hmm. Man whose farts kill mosquitoes six metres away, <laughs> hired to create new repellent. Wow, what an amazing headline. There's so much to unpack in that one line. So his name's Joe. Uh, he's, uh, he's living in Uganda and uh, his farts kill mosquitoes at a distance of six metres. So he's wow. been hired by a manufacturing company to help develop a repellent. Obviously, this is this is a serious story. You know, mosquitoes Horrible. cause all sorts Horrible of, things. you know, pain, discomfort and distress uh, in many parts of the world. And if you can find uh, a repellent, yes, you know, uh, that doesn't involve, you know, having to sort of, you know, fund mosquito nets and all this kind of thing, yeah, 
48-year-old Joe from Kampala with his, uh, with his... How do you find out that you've got that power? That is a modern superpower that Joe's got there, isn't it? It's it is. a modern superpower. I would imagine what happens is uh, he's had some kind of rich dinner later that evening. Chicken tikka masala, something like that. Nature is taking course. It's all seeping out of him. Yep. And he's watching mosquitoes fall from the sky around him and he's thinking... This is a gift. This must, must be so satisfying. Because you, you know what it's like when you've been on holiday abroad and you can hear one in your room. You can't just let it lie. You have to go and get it, don't you? But if you're Joe, I don't know, just flap the sheets about. So the next time you are watching the news at 10 and you see that there has been a World Health Organization <laughs> breakthrough in the repellence of mosquitoes, you'll know where you heard it first. Absolutely. It's like Panorama. <laughs> Welcome to the weekend. Well, looks Friday afternoon. It's all about the weekend. Bush and Richie bouncing on Absolute Radio. I was sat there in a little cafe this morning, having a coffee, looking around, watching the world go by. And do you ever have a look at what people are up to and think, oh, I'd love to do that? Yes. I'd love to have a go on what they're doing. There was two people sat in front of me. I think they were uh, community support officers. Right. But they're having a fry up each. I thought, fair play. Uh, but they also had their little walkie-talkie radios on the go that mm. were, like, chattering away with bits of information. Can I just say, right now, for the record, on this Friday, I would love to have a job which involved a walkie-talkie. <laughs> Wouldn't it be brilliant? It's an amazing thing to say, considering you've got a job that involves a microphone and a few million people. It's not as good as a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I remember there was a period in the 80s where walkie-talkies were in, everyone had a walkie-talkie, and it was the perfect thing now for your bass. Yeah? yeah. And it was oh, like, yeah. wow, walkie-talkie. And then they kind of like faded out a little bit, and now they're back. So you either have proper big phone size walkie-talkie, like proper big one, mm-hmm. or you get the, like the police have, lapel walkie-talkie. So look, yesterday, obviously, uh, I had you in my uh, Secret Santa. Well, not yesterday, on Wednesday. Okay. Thank you for the Secret Santa. Thank you for that. <laughs> and got you some socks. What a treat. And uh, a chocolate bar. But you're still really due a proper present from me. So if I was to improve things and like actually look out some walkie-talkies, oh. how do you see that breaking into what we do every day? Oh, can you imagine how good it would be, right? Imagine, for example, you've gone down to the first floor to make a round of teas. Yeah. I can adjust my order with me walkie-talkie and just speak to you directly. <laughs> Chat to each other on different loos, on different levels. Brilliant. That'd be so good. How long have I got left on the song? Over. <laughs> About two minutes. Take your time. Over. Friday's home time with Bush and Richie ready for the weekend. It's Absolute Radio. I'm always obsessed with what other people have uh, as part of their routine for breakfast. And I kid you not, not no word of a lie, 10.25am... Yesterday morning, sat in a little uh, Greasy Spoon cafe in North London and a bloke behind me orders chicken kebab and chips. What's the time? 10.25am. Chicken kebab and chips? And I like, you know, I was reading the paper and just like learnt around like, whoa, (laughs) hold on a second. But I don't know, I I put it on Twitter and a few people saying, well, obviously the A scenario, he might have been doing a night shift and that's his tea. Yeah. Fair enough. However... Uh, some people just say, you know, that's just what you have in the morning. If, if they people want to have certain things, then they just should go for it. You've gone some to find somewhere that's going to do you a chicken kebab and chips. At t- Who's you got sh- chips going on at 10.25 in the morning? You need to see this uh, Polish cafe that oh. I go to. <laughs> They're happy to cook anything at any time. But, you know, some people have unusual rituals. And, you know, if you are listening right now and you have an unusual thing, and it doesn't have to be the equivalent of what you'd have at 2am on the way back from a night out, is what this fellow was having, uh, let us know on the show at Absolute Radio. I'll I hold my hand up to uh, some quality street for breakfast this morning. Oh. Caramel keg and an orange cream. <laughs> it's how Elvis died. It's how Elvis died. 
Home time with Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night. Um, Christmas, hard time of year to uh, watch you wait, but come January, we're all going to be uh, we're all going to be watching it very quickly. Indeed. Uh, and uh, there is uh, been talk this week uh, that they're looking at uh, changing the way that food gets labelled uh, to make us a little bit more health aware. You know, at the moment, uh, you get like the traffic light system, and it'll say how many calories and that kind of thing. I don't look at any of that stuff. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't look at any of that stuff. As you can tell, looking at me, neither do I. Oh, come on now. But what they are thinking of doing is putting on your labels of food how much time it would take to burn off that item of food in running or walking. I would like that. So if you were to have like a korma, microwave korma, it might say a, a brisk walk around the block or something a couple of times. Well, let's take a standard chocolate bar, all right? Okay. Your standard chocolate bar. 229 calories, so that would say it would take you 22 minutes to run it off or 42 minutes to walk it off. Which is interesting. Say your walk home from work uh, every night is about 40 minutes. You go for a good long walk. You can have yourself a chocolate bar every night of the week. Of course you could, yeah. You're burning it off. Carbon neutral. You've earned it. Throw your hats in the air. It's a Friday night. It's Bush and Richie here with Home Time. One of the strange things about our 80s versus 90s club night at Dingwall's tonight uh, that we're very excited about is that we will be seen, obviously, with the radio. Uh, predominantly, we're just stuck away. You're not going to see what we look like. Which is normally for the best. Uh, so today, I've come out of the house, I've put no product in whatsoever, so I've gone and bought some emergency hair gel uh, for this evening. There's wow. an industry that needs to be slimmed down a little bit. There's a lot of variations in the in the hair gel family, isn't there? You've got your clay, you've got your wax, you've got your gel, you've got your pomade, you've got your putty that yes. I've got here. Mm-hmm. Matte and messy, shine free, sponge putty, uh, wet look, natural look. What a joke. I just want to say it's going to make me hair look all right. Back in the day, in the 80s, it was very, very simple. You only had green with bubbles in it. It looked like witch's brew. <laughs> yes. Wet look gel that you could buy from 24-hour garage. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of happy with that. I remember getting yeah. sent home from school at the school gates for it because you weren't allowed. <laughs> they did a blanket ban at Cuthbert, Maine, uh, in Torquay. Uh, not allowed wet look gel. Now there's so many different... It's like uh, a spin of our tombola. If, uh, yes. They say at the end of a haircut, shall I put some product? They call it product. They do call it product. Could be anything. I would happily go back to... To the vat of wet look. Back to basics. It's the radio show that virtually pours you your first drink on a Friday night. It's home time with Bush and Richie at the end of the week. If you can't be without that radio show that pours you the first drink at the end of the night and you need that drink over the weekend, well, catch up on the podcast. Uh, there might be bits you've missed. We're not expecting you heard every single minute of the three hours a day. We don't expect that. That's asking too much. However, if you want to hear just how bad our singing's got over recent years, <laughs> listen to some of the 12 Days of Christmas stuff. We're ashamed. We we really are. Next week will be better. We need to. We need to have a better week. <laughs> we need to have a better week next week because we are joined by an actual musical star midway through the week. You, you, you lot are going to love this. Home time with Bush and Richie, Friday evening on Absolute Radio. Uh, forgive me if I'm a little bit distracted, but I'm looking at my phone, there's a video going on here. Um, there's a tech demonstration of a bit of technology that's been created that I feel that we've all been crying out for and waiting for for years. Go on. Finally, uh, they have made an actual working invisibility cloak. <laughs> it's a military camouflage uniform company has created a light-bending material which can make objects and people appear invisible. Now, I've heard about this in the press before where, where companies claim to have done it. And then you see the actual tech and it's terrible. Yeah. But this thing here is, obviously this doesn't work on the radio, but I'm going to show Richie the video of a man standing behind uh, what appears to be just like a slightly misty bit of light and yeah. then he completely disappears. Watch him go behind. 
Look at him go. Wow. He completely disappears. So this is going to be used in the military and that's going to spice things up on the battlefields in I'd the future. i say, yeah. Can you see him? He's like hide and seek. But let's just have some honesty on this Friday night. If the technology of invisibility cloak becomes available for public use, what are we doing with it? <laughs> well, come uh, on. It ain't a military field. I'll tell you it, that it ain't much. a military field. <laughs> Don't have to say what it is. Just drop us a tweet tonight if uh, nudge wink, you know what I mean? You'd use it for the same thing. At Absolute Radio. Let's be honest. Home time with Bush and Ritchie, Absolute Radio, Friday night. It's the part of the show we've been very much looking forward to and very excited about. Uh, we're going to meet our fifth Dave of Christmas. We're doing the 12 Daves of Christmas, meeting a different Dave from a different location in the United Kingdom each and every night. We're at number five right now. We know it's a Dave, but exactly which Dave is it? Who's this? Dave from Kent. Dave from Kent. Good to have you on board. Where are you right now, Dave from Kent? I'm in my father-in-law's garage putting in a um, toilet. I was about to ask whether that was a punishment or not, and uh, evidently it is. <laughs> He's not being kept in there against his will. <laughs> that sounds very fancy. Is it an ensuite, something like that? In a garage? It is indeed, yeah. An ensuite in a garage? Pretty much, yeah, or just off the vestibule. Actually, I don't really know what ensuite means. That means you sleep in there. <laughs> yeah. Does it? <laughs> What's going on with this toilet? What's going on with this toilet in the garage, Dave? Well, basically, he's trying to sell it, he is, and um, we're just trying to get it, you know, get a downstairs toilet put in. Fair enough. Have you got, and then what's your kind of, I mean, I would never try and put a toilet into someone's garage. I don't have the skills. Have you got the backup skills for this? Yeah, I'm a Dave of most trades, I am. Dave of (laughs) most most trades. Yes. Love it. I'd get one of them to put a toilet in. Right, so it's a prestigious Dave today. You are the the five gold rings, Dave. Uh, Do you sing much? Not much, but I can give it a whack. Uh, do you want to warm your voice up at all with some do re mi fa so etc? Oh, don't don't worry, I've been practicing all week. All right, it's ready for this. Man. All right, okay. Well, look, here we go. Let's take it away. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me day from Kent. Dave from Whitehall. Dave from Northampton. Dave from Isco Rice. And Dave in St Andrews. Yes! I think we're getting there. I we think are we're getting, getting there. there. Uh, still, uh, Dave from East Kilbride, still a concern. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It ain't, it's, that's not going to change for the rest of the week now. That's it forever. It's locked in. 